I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm Bajaya, and I play Mirka, the Yeti Fighter. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hola, me llamo es Patricio. Juego Ezra, the Garlock. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Fine ladies and gentlemen of the gilded Ram Grog House in Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwhistle, a man who stands before you broke free of the yoke of oppression. I mean, I don't want to brag, uh, but I've had quite a great day, actually, all things considered. You know, up until recently, I, I have to admit, I was, I was having a hard time here because I had recently fallen under some level of suspicion by the local constabulary here with regards to a string of... Uh, what you would call misdemeanor boat trespasses that someone got into the head had to do with me and the stories that I tell here of the famed adventuring party, the Brute Force. Well, you know, all of this had been just fit to be tied. I, I just couldn't, I just could not handle the situation. But, you know, today, actually on my way here to this very establishment, I ran into a man who introduced himself as Fat Greg. Now, some of you may know Fat Greg if you ran into him on the streets. Uh, I, I'm sure you would recognize him on sight. He's an absolute mountain of a man. Um, and he seems uh, very pleasant and says to me, well, you know, I have a certain degree of pull within the constabulary here, and I hate to see what they've done to you, made a victim of you in such a strange way. And so, you know, I'll, I'll talk to them on your behalf. I will intercede in this situation. And, you know, he's doing this uh, completely gratis. That's the, that's the thing that, that just wows me about him, you know. Says something about a man that he would stick up for, for an entertainer like that. Now, I know, I know, I know. Some of you would say, well, no, no, you know, Jasper, this really does say more about you and the type of performer that you are, that people will step up, they will, you know, put themselves out there and, and, and make, uh, make the world shape around you in some way, shape, or form. And, you know, I don't want to, you know, six of one, half and a dozen of the other, really. So, suffice it to say, I'm in a great mood. I mean, yes, he is, he is but one man, albeit a, a man with uh, a significant posse of what I can only consider to be a... Uh, shifty-eyed looking street toughs. Still, there's, there's something about the man that you just look at him and you get the feeling that this is a guy that can get things done, you know? There's just those people and you just see them when you know them, right? And you know, I'm just, I'm filled with this community spirit. I feel like, you know, for the first time in a really long time, perhaps ever, but if I really want to put myself out there, I feel like this, uh, I'm feeling at home here, you know, maybe for the first time. And, uh, you know, here I am surrounded by my adoring fans who, you know, one day I might even deem friends. You know, maybe. All right, anyway, last time when we were talking about the brute force, it was a very exciting part of the story. They had just met a stalwart companion, uh, the human druid by the name of Moon Kevin, and he helped them understand the sickness that gripped Burgundystrom, as the people had been exclusively eating the elderly bison, all of which were riddled with dreamworms. Now, these foul creatures feast on nightmares, and made every night a gauntlet of restless terror. But worse still, he warned of beasts even more dangerous than mere worms. As the party heard a growl echo through their minds, they grew worried that such a spectre cast its shadow over the village even now. 
What the hell was that? Did y'all hear that too? Yes. I thought it was. I thought it was just my stomach growling. You say it was a two? Did you say did you hear the two? <laughs> we well, did. Well, my cuffs cuffs Ezra up the side of the head. Ruth used to call him butt burps. That's true. <gasps> oh god. All right. Well, this is this is bad news. If you guys are hearing voices in your head with growls, it's probably a Baku. <gasps> a Baku? What's a Baku? What is a Baku? Wait, what? I thought we had to worry about somnophages. Well, that's the type of somnophage, Bone Man. <laughs> nice. Uh, 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 Up top. I like this guy. <laughs> I didn't at first. Now I do. <laughs> they bump abs. <laughs> uh, Mirka keeps, like, edging her way towards... <laughs> towards him moon kevin lola is climbing higher on 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 ezra to try to get some some higher ground and look around can i make some kind of perception check sure she does not know what she's supposed to be expecting here my little sister used to call him butt burps when she was a baby oh god uh we used to call them bubbles i <laughs> uh, i got two Two successes. All right. Uh, you're just, are you just trying to like yeah, uh, case the area? Yeah, basically? I'm, I'm basically up on top of Ezra's shoulders, like craning myself around and trying to see yeah, what's I mean, around. You don't see, you don't see any like actual, like threatening animals or anything mm-hmm. like that. Anything that you think that could have made this sound that you heard. Um, you do notice there's any, like you're peering everywhere that it looks like there is like some sort of, uh, it looks like there's some sort of like little uh, hut or something up in the trees above you, um, but uh, you know it's 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 pretty well covered. And it looks like it, it's something that would probably go unnoticed otherwise. But yeah, you notice that like obviously somebody's built something up above you. So I'm staring at the hut and I look down towards Moon Kevin. I'm like, your place? Oh yeah, that's uh that's my den of solitude. <laughs> that's where I go and I think about things. Um, you guys are welcome, I guess, to come up, uh, and uh, we can try to sort this all out. Absolutely, you're so good with names, my man. You called Mort Bone Man. You got your you got your house of of alone time. It's good, good shit. I'm into it. So he zips. He just like runs up the side of the tree, basically up into the treehouse, and uh, it's. I mean, it's up there. I mean, the canopy in this in this area is is uh, pretty pretty high up. So you're talking about a good hundred feet up into the trees so where this thing is. Lola's gonna scramble down into Ezra's arms and then like extend her body out so she's in like a Superman flying pose <laughs> and wait for him to throw her up. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Hell yeah. I mean, sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know what? At at least I'll get part of the way up the tree. What do I got to roll for this? What are we saying? Uh, What do we say throwing was? It was like a strength Strength and athletics. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. Okay. I should have got a mat. That's loud. One, two, (laughs) three, and. Four successes. I had uh, three. Well, that's yeah. good because before you actually throw okay. her, because you were actually successful on this, you recognize like as you're like you're aiming, you're trying to figure out. You're saying to yourself, "There's no way I could throw this lady a hundred feet." You like as soon as you get ready to throw, you notice that there is like um like a, a plank like with ropes on either side of it, just starting to drop down. <laughs> oh, 
And so you kind of hold off on throwing her as this like uh, little dolly thing kind of lowers down for you guys. <laughs> Lola kind of kind of wilts a little like, oh, fine. If you want to, you can throw her onto it as it's yeah. falling. I do that. All right. She lands and it's it, it looks really Man. cool. So cool. She she gives one of those smiles where she flicks the ends of her nose and her teeth go ding. Oh, we're so cool. And then you you write it down for the last 30 feet uh, and then oh. everybody gets off. Oh. <laughs> and you can write it back up. She looks very nonplussed. Um, Mirka is like super flustered because one, she already found Moon Kevin attractive and now she saw that he could climb really well. Oh. She checks all the boxes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, while you're at it, what do you give me? What do you give me a perception, Mirka? Uh, is it perception and wits? Yeah, perception and wits. Ooh. Come on. One success. Uh, as you're on the kind of the outside of this little plank thing that's getting pulled up, and you're holding on to the rope. And it's woven out of like reeds and vines and stuff. And it is like the most intricate and beautiful braiding that you have ever <laughs> seen in like your entire life. Oh my gosh. He can climb. He looks good. And he's an artist. He can, bra- he he can, can probably braid your he hair. He can braid your hair. <laughs> he can braid my hair. Uh, Mirka wouldn't really let people braid her hair because she likes it, you know, hanging loose. But Moon Kevin could definitely braid her hair. But think how it will look once you take it out. All crimpy and like beach wave like she's into it. All right. So you guys get pulled up uh, and uh, as you look over, it is just Moon Kevin just like glistening as he's pulling you guys up. like All four of you. And he's got like the, he's got like the excess rope like wrapped around his bicep as he's like pulling you guys up. Was that like a lot grapeseed oil, my man? Do you have some grapeseed oil? <laughs> That's pretty pretty baller. Gotta admit. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, yeah. So, uh, please uh, excuse my uh, den of solitude. I don't usually have guests up here, so um, if you would please uh, just don't pay any attention to my erotic wood carvings. You got a jackoff station on. right over here, my man. <laughs> Look at this. Aww. He point he points over to like a stack of like logs and stuff that are totally not carved in any way, shape, or form that we you would consider erotic, unless you've like found the art of carving wood in and of itself erotic <laughs> so none of you know what he's talking about uh, with this he's, uh, he's let it all hang out don't you my man i can dig it i can dig it right uh, okay so so can we can we talk about these samo flanges all right so i mean there's some terminology issues that apparently you guys are running into somnophage just means anything that eats your dreams right and so like the dream worms that you're all infested with, I mean, just riddled with. Those are somnophages, uh, but there are worse ones, and the Baku is is probably uh, near the tops. Uh, it's an it's a nature spirit, really, more than anything. Uh, and uh, if you guys are hearing growls in your brains, then there's probably a hungry Baku spirit on its way here right now. Uh, right. Will we be able to see it? Can I punch it? Okay. That's a, that's a loaded question, right? So uh, you you could probably see it, 
because you're infested with dream worms. So that's actually kind of a convenience thing. Um, so you won't be caught unaware when it tries to uh, devour your life force. Uh, as far as plunging it, uh, maybe um, if you're unlucky, you will be able to punch it. Yes, because these things are I mean, with with spirits like that, like you could punch it if it materializes, but it's only going to materialize if it's like on like full on predator mode, you know, <laughs> where like it's 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 got to eat to survive and eat what it's going to eat your essence. You know what I mean? Does it bleed? Uh, no, if it bleeds. We can kill it. my man. <laughs> I know. I know what you're talking about, but it doesn't. That's the weird thing. What if you don't have an essence? Well, I mean, we all have essences. That's what's inside of us. Even Ezra? Uh, but it will. No, yeah, he definitely does. It's, uh, you know, you look at something and you can tell <laughs> if it's a living or dead, right? It's like if it's got that spark of life. I can't do that's it. what we're talking about, right? Yeah, I was made out of mud by a 67 year old geriatric. <laughs> what about if you are dead? Oh, then it's just worse, man. Because oh. then, like. <laughs> Everything that, that is tenuously holding you here to this mortal coil could just be stripped away, right? Uh, well, that okay. certainly doesn't sound good. I think maybe... Oh, no, it's bad. But, I mean, uh, it, ugh, yeah, it could be real bad for you, man. Well, how do we, how do we stop it? Well, listen, um, I don't got all the answers. I'm kind of new to this, really. Um, but I got, some, I got some books I could look through. Uh, and try to figure out the, the 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 like the solution for this. Wait, books. There's a couple books? of ways. Yeah, I, do I mean, have... I can I can help you there. It's just it's just porn books next to his jackoff station. <laughs> well, I mean, they're not. I mean, the, those books don't have anything about about Baku. You know, like, you're not. There's some rule thirty four Baku for him. <laughs> I keep my nature books over there, man, and they're not that kind of nature books. Like, Solid. Everybody's clothed. In the pictures, so like, but I don't want the assumptions to be made that I'm like looking at these for anything other than educational do you, purposes. Do you take your shirt off to read books? I usually don't wear a shirt. I just like this vest kind of situation. Yeah, do you take the right? vest off to read your, read your books? Because I think it, you should because it's kind of hot up focus. here. <laughs> what? I'm just trying to get him to read the books. You know, the most comfortable way he wants. Listen, okay. I don't. I don't want work to get unmade. Can we? Can we focus up here? <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me go grab. And he goes over and he grabs a book over off of his shelf and he pull, comes back and, and he's like, all right, so this is like uh, the best one that I've read on this uh, whole ghost situation or spirit stuff. So and he holds up a book and it's like, so nature is screwing you over. <laughs> and then he's like, <laughs> so what are these uh, what do these bukakus look like, my man? <laughs> well, listen, uh, OK, so if they materialize. <laughs> And they don't usually do that. But if a Baku materializes, it kind of looks like, so imagine like a horse, right? But like a gorilla. What? You know what oh, yeah. Dick's out for Hammurabi. I know what you mean. What? Right. So like the forearms are like totally, uh, totally gorilla-like, right? And it's got that like slouch back posture, like, but then it's got like a horse face. Oh, God. That is horrifying. Yeah, they're pretty messed that up sounds looking. very terrible. No, they're not good. And then they have teeth that are like, they're like, I don't know. They're like layers and then they like rotate. I don't know. They're, it's, it's rough. So I got to read up, right? So 
uh, you guys, I don't know, chill for a minute and uh, let me, I guess, figure out this sitch. Does it, and then we'll be good. Does it help you to read and brush hair? Uh, no, actually, completely the opposite. <laughs> I'm very, uh, wow. very one track, one, very one track with my mind. I can only do like one thing at a time. Mirka's like, Mirka doesn't know how to like, she's never flirted with a man before. So she's like standing over by like at a corner, like flexing her muscles. You got some pretty tight muscles, you know? Oh, these. Yeah, I grew them myself, you know. <laughs> you got you got any herbal teas around here, my man? Like, like a, I don't know. You seem like a tea guy. Yeah, no, um, I'm, I'm kind of into tea as of late, but I, I just pull most of the leaves off of this tree. And then eventually they dry up and I just soak them in some water. It, it tastes just like nature, you know? Hmm. I don't. I, have, I, I literally have no idea what you're talking about, but it sounds sounds rad. Well, I mean, I'm busy reading this book, and it's gonna take me a few. But I mean, you guys can uh, start up some some water. Or so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Do I, think I, like, I think I like. I think I like. I think I like. I want one of these teas. Let's tee it up, more. Now, uh, Mr. Kevin, um, you did mention something about a uh, poultice that we could use to to help out the village. Uh, do you happen to know what the ingredients for that were? Perhaps we could make a start on fetching those? So my 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 first thought is that, yeah, we could probably do that. Uh, I got this book, <laughs> and he holds the book up again. <laughs> is it a different I might be book? able to figure out exactly what we need. Um, but honestly, if the Baku is on its way, we should probably deal with that first. Because it'll probably just eat everyone's brains in the in the town. Right, right. Once a bukaku starts, good. you just can't stop it till it's all finished. I get it. No. Watch your pop. No. Yep. That's what they say. Uh. Carlos, <laughs> poor, um, poor face. Okay. Would yeah, you say? Would you say that the village is more than a hundred and sixty yards away? Yes. Damn it. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna uh, send a, a message to a villager. And just as a point of order, um, I, uh, you guys are closing in on about twenty eight, uh, twenty nine hours without sleeping. Oh my but god! This is where your stupid tweet comes in. This is this is where I screw you guys over. Uh, if you guys make it, if you guys make it to thirty hours, uh, once you hit six, every six hours past twenty four that you haven't slept. Um, you're going to have to start making rolls to stay awake. And uh, if you do fall asleep, that's not going to be good for you because the dream worms are still an issue. And if you don't fall asleep, um, you're going to start taking penalties to your rolls. Uh, and it's just like a, a flat every six hours is a flat neg one to every dice pool. Have uh, Rufus or Hank been able to sleep at all? They haven't had any bison. <laughs> No, Rufus had a, a junior oh, bison burger. Oh, Rufus, yeah. you dog! Uh, presumably, Hank has been has okay. been fine. I don't know. Did Hank eat any bison? He did not. No, then he's been fine. Every time he falls asleep, I'm gonna just poke him. <laughs> <laughs> if I have you to have, suffer, you have he one has angry to lizard. Until he goes and hides somewhere. <laughs> uh, you guys all hear a thump, 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 thump at the base of the tree that you guys are up at the top of uh, I peer over the edge uh, as Mort peers over the edge way way down below is a uh, what looks like an orc 
Uh, Fra- Kevin, like, you expected any orcs? Oh, sweet Jesus, not this guy. Uh, yeah, so there's a guy, his name, I call him Jamtooth. I don't know what his real name is. He doesn't talk very well. And he thinks he's my apprentice. <laughs> and I told him, like, you know, I'm a lone wolf, you know, and I, I operate in the solitude. And, like, this forest is is my is my partner in life. I'll bring his ass up, my man. I'm going to go ahead and cut you off. That sounded real boring. No, 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 no. no. Listen, listen, listen. I'm not going to be able to focus on this goddamn book if Jamtooth is around. So can you get rid of this guy? Like, he thinks he's my apprentice, but he's not. And I just keep, I keep leaving him down there. And I was nice to him once. And now he just won't all leave. Right, all right, guys, guys, I, I, I've got an idea. Yeah. Ezra, come down with me. Yeah, absolutely. I'll let's send him on a quest. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. All right. So you guys are, are lowering yourselves down. Yep. As you lower yourself down, you see uh, he is a very large orc. I mean, he's well over seven foot tall. Um, and he, But his armor is all like for someone who's maybe like five, five. Like, it's way too small. Like it's something that he had when he was younger and he never like he grew out of, but he never replaced. <laughs> He's got like a, a, his helmet does not actually encase his head. It just kind of sits on top <laughs> and it's got a string underneath of it. That's holding oh. it onto the top of his head. This is good. Uh, can, can we help you? Oh yeah. There's a, I'm going up. Can you let me up? Oh, um, Ke- uh, Kevin, moon Kevin is actually in, um, some deep, uh, deep study at the moment. Um, oh yeah, no, I study with him. He's my, oh, no, no, he's, no. he's the master. I learned from him. He teaches <gasps> me all about woods and trees. Oh, yeah. and are, you, are, like you to are you jam tooth? Are uh, you Yeah, I'm jam tooth. <gasps> you heard of me. That's good. Ezra bows. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm jam tooth. I'm learning all about trees and learning all about woods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Well, Moon Kevin actually told us that that you would be coming by and and wanted us to 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 give you a task. Mm. Oh yeah, okay. Oh, what did it? Did, oh, I did another task. I did another task. Uh, well, the training continues. I oh, know yeah, what is it. Um, well, uh, he, he needs some ingredients to make a poultice. He, that's what he's studying for right now. So, um, he, he's asked you to gather some components for it. Oh yeah, no way. I get the thing. What is the thing? Uh, he, he needs, um, some, some moth leaf. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a very feathery looking leaf. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I'm not from around here, so I wouldn't know where to find it, but I'm assuming that you do. The federally, I know the thing. Yeah, I know the thing. I get the thing. Uh, uh, hey, Ezra, what, can you remember the other things? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You got to you got to mix it up. You got to mix it up real good and make a paste. So, so he said you got to get three buckets of seawater, which you can get from the bay, but they can only be collected under the light of a full moon. And if you look up, like last night was a waxing gibbous. So, you know, we got a little bit of time before a full moon, but that's like the most important step. So you got to get the leaves, the moth leaves. You got to get those. You got to get. He he also said that that, you know, he needs some kind of some, some acid, something with an acid base to mm-hmm, help break down mm-hmm, the, the leaf acid? matter. So what the acid? yeah, so the, he, he needs some urine from one of the. The pregnant yaks. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh no, not yak. The bison? Oh uh, no, no yaks. 
We don't have the yak. We don't have the yak. Well, I, I listen. That's what he told me. I, I, I'm not. I'm just relaying. Uh, I go talk to him. I see a no, bison. No, shouts down. Don't, don't forget the bison dung. Yep, bison alert. We'll just do it both. That's what Mort was telling me. That's he's a skeleton. Okay, so I need the um, the feathery moth, the the moth 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 moth. Yep, the moth moth. Moth moth. Yep. Leaf. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then I need, need a baker's dozen of those. Yep. Okay. Then um, bison, bison poop. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get that. I had that. Um, <laughs> he already has that. <laughs> a tablespoon of the pee. In, uh, with the pee, right? Okay. So the um, the tablespoon. It, but the bison pee. Yep. But, right. But that it, from a, from one of the pregnant mm-hmm. yaks. Or, okay, yeah. I guess bison? Try, try bison. Okay, we do that. Um, and I bring that back. Okay. And, and the seawater. Don't forget the seawater. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would that be a, you said that be, be a free day, few days? Yes. Uh, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bring it back, the others back, and then the other one <gasps> oh, you wait. Yes. Right? And you got to, the traveling song, you got to have one of those. Be bop do da dee da. You got it. He's you off. got it. Be bop do da dee. Uh, Ezra, perhaps you should teach him your traveling song. <laughs> oh no, he'll he'll listen. He'll get it. You gotta sing. You've you've officially sent Jamtooth on his way. <laughs> I I high five Ezra. I jump up in the air and I high five him. I like that guy. He's a he's a good dude. He's good people. Can Jam-tooth. we keep him? Uh, sure. Hell yeah. He can sleep with the Frankies. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So you guys Almost pull up. the rope. Yep. Pulling you up. All right, so you guys get back to the top. How'd it go? <laughs> Man, that guy's so cool. <laughs> he's already got... Yeah, no, no problem. He's already got the poop. We sent him for some water that you can only get during the full moon, so that buys us at least three days. And you told him, he said he was going to come back when he has the other, and he'll just wait for the, the water. That's all right, man. So, I'll, I'll go down, and we'll we'll start a fire, and we'll, we'll learn some songs together. It'll be fine. All right, great. I'll distract him. All right, so like I read the book, right? And do you have an answer? Uh, well, I mean, I have two answers, really. Oh, nice. We'll start with the poultice, right? Because to cure the dreamworm issues, it's going to be hard, uh, and you guys are going to be running, I think, pretty much everywhere to find this stuff. But it's oh, shit, we should have kept that guy around. It's always hard for a bugaku. Here's what you're going to need. Do, all right, do we need buff leaf? Well, actually, conveniently, yes. You do oh, need son of a bitch, I was making leaf. that up. You do need some moth leaf, but it's a lot. I mean, it's like 11 Oh, shit, we sent it for a baker's dozen! Serendipity. Oh. Uh, okay, well, we've, you guys we've already gonna, sent you guys are gonna on need, that. Now, okay, so here's what else you guys are going to need. Um, bison dung. Oh, shit. Which could be... Okay, Adam, well, that's good. That's good. Wait, Mirka just, like, lifts her legs... And takes chunks of oh, bison poop gross. off of it. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, like I like that. I like that. Yeah, and then yeah. the last thing, uh, and this could be tricky, <laughs> is you're gonna have to find the urine of a non-pregnant bison, <laughs> preferably a female. Could be a yak if you can find a yak, but it's a non-pregnant female bison. <laughs> Man, no shit. Who knew? 
Oh, that's what it Who says. Knew? That's what it says. Well, then I guess we just need the one thing. We just need the the pee. What? Got anything in there about full moon seawater? <laughs> uh, no. I mean, the sea is the the sea's the sea. <laughs> yeah, man. We really fucked him <laughs> on that one, Lola. <laughs> she high fives him again. <laughs> All right. So I mean, that's the that's the dreamworm thing, and I mean, it's not great. It's not great because it's um, it's a how do we say um. You're going to have to eat that. So, oh. so that's not good. Uh, maybe mix it with some pink lemonade I, I, or something. I, I don't know. I thought poultices were applied to the skin. Yeah, I thought it was a poultice. What do you know? Hey, it happens to be a tonic. So, oops. Hey, man, you got, a, you got, any, you got any, like, clever ways to collect urine? <laughs> Dude, you're coming to the right place. <laughs> I knew I was. <laughs> No. Oh shit! I thought maybe in lieu of tea, maybe you just you know drank it. No. Well, actually, I found that with the bison, if you're if you're specifically trying to get them to urinate, if you scratch them with a stick, mm-hmm. like about three quarters of the way up the back of their spine, they usually just pee all over you. Uh, oh, right. Well, it took a lot. It took a lot of work to figure out that spot. But yeah, no. I mean, so take that one as a freebie. <laughs> as for the Baku, um. So here's the good news and here's the bad news, right? So, um, I don't like, okay. So how do you guys know anything about nature spirits? Mm. Nope. Tell us, please. All right, cool. You you seem to know so much. You're right. Right. Well, well, okay. So (laughs) here's the, here's the sitch. Um, they tend to like not manifest unless they're like low on essence. Right. And so that's good and bad, right? Because um, if you're hearing it, it means it's manifested in the area already, um, which means it could only be able to like stay corporal for like one to f- like six hours, maybe. So you guys are going to have to move probably pretty quick to track it down if you're going to take it out, because it's probably making its move on the village like kind of now ish. Yeah. Um, if it. It has manifested, then that means it's like desperate, must be low on essence. Uh, but it would make it actually kind of like easier to take out because, like, if you rob, if you, I don't know, if you like attack uh, a manifested uh, entity, it'll lose some of that essence. And then if it loses all of its essence, then it just goes back to sleep and like you can banish it away. It's not a big issue for anybody, uh, but it's going to be like, using all of its moves you know what i mean like it's gonna try to drain your hearts and stuff like it's gonna be rough but i mean at least you'll be able to smack it around and stuff because it's corporal all right so i guess you should try Um, to head down all right okay listen i don't suppose that you could make say a short bow or do you have one lying around for me um like i don't have any short bows uh on hand but and then like he grabs a twig out of the tree and like wraps a vine around it and it's like boom 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 and within a minute he produces like an intricately arranged bow that like you could tell is like it's a pretty good bow i don't suppose that that comes with any arrows uh actually arrows are uh significantly more difficult but and then like 20 seconds later he's got a quiver full of arrows hey hey, hey man, while you're at this arts and crafts could you make me like a wampum stick 
you know, like a, some sort of bow staff. Um, you mean like a perfectly balanced staff of wood that comes from the tree that uh, I call home. Perhaps I could do that thing. And then he grabs a, another branch out of the tree. And like with his hands, he just like perfectly shapes it down into like this perfect bow staff and just like tosses it to you. America faints. Ezra catches it. I was hoping he tries to catch it. Give him one of the uh, erotic carvings. <laughs> <laughs> this one's called Glinda. Okay, awesome. Hey, uh, Ezra, I don't suppose in return if you could maybe carve him something new for his magazine collection? Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Check this out. And then Ezra takes out his pen knife and whittles very deftly, uh, like hula lady with, (laughs) with like comically misogynistic knockers. (laughs) Check it out. It's like a weird comic book. This is a travesty of nature, and I'm sickened by its presence. And if you're going to make a sexy lady, at least give it some fur. (laughs) Oh, shit. is already on the floor, and now she's dead. (laughs) I suppose we better head off to the village, then, and stop these things from sucking out the village's brains. You guys are just going to have to find, like, wherever people are sleeping... Because wherever they're sleeping, that's where the Baku's going to go. So, like, if there's a place that people, like, congregate, go there. Okay, sounds great. Right out. Um, b- before, so we all, like, start to leave, but Mirka turns around and, like, she has something in her hand. And she gives uh, Moon Kevin a, a bundle of her hair and says, this is to remember me by. You beautiful man. <laughs> He's like, whoa, that's that's heavy. Like, that's that's some heavy <laughs> shit, man. And then she like just quickly climbs down. I know, right? How cute are those two? You know, a budding romance is always a great selling point of any hero's tale, and. I mean, let's not mince words. It gets butts in seats, right? You know, I once, when when I was still cutting my teeth in the industry as a, as a penny story peddler in the far north city of Glacier Moss, uh, I was known for a series of stories about a band of promiscuous werewolves called the Legends of the Licentiates Lycanthropes. And let me tell you, those stories did quite well. It was actually billed as the most alluringly alliterative allegory in all of Alandia. An unparalleled parable of pulsating pectorals, but I mean, those were deep north elves, so you know how they are. You know, not fine cultured folk like we have here in Lurkheim, no siree. Certainly wouldn't find any fine upstanding local businessmen speaking up to clear the name of a falsely accused bard in Alandia. Anyway, do come back next time to hear how things carry on from here. And they, they square off against a dastardly ne'er-do-well that has more to do with this whole hullabaloo than he lets on. And then there's still the Baku and the Dreamworms to deal with, and oh boy, you know, the scope of the whole thing is just, it's really overwhelming. I mean, talk about a layered narrative. You know, I don't know if any of you find patrons are yourselves members of a bard college and maybe have voting rights towards the bardy awards, but you know, I'm just throwing my name out there. You know, this is some primo stuff here. It's got everything. Lust, violence, boat theft, intrigue, stolen glances across a treetop hideaway. 
what more could you ask for? potatoes didn't get enough monstrous action on this episode of brute force well then check out these other geekly ink shows including drunks and dragons casts of thrones cthulhu and friends transformation sequence podcast and you're a wizardary you can also head over to bruteforcepodcast.com to read character journals or follow the party on our map of eorith if you've liked what you've heard so far then please consider donating to our patreon campaign at patreon.com slash bruteforce so that this band of misfits and weirdos can continue to deliver the content that you enjoy. Also, don't forget to make your way over to iTunes to leave us a five-star rating and review. Reviews are like shiny things, and that makes Lola happy. New episodes come out every other Tuesday, so go subscribe, grab your gear, and get ready to go adventuring with Brute Force.